Well, it's about that time again, isn't it? Are we on our periods? Menstrual cycles, but you know, you get the picture, right? I mean, I don't think they want to picture that, but yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking we should just make uh, our intros monotone every like it continuously continuously gets more monotone every episode so you mean like our old intros where i go welcome back to the anime safe space podcast we're on episode 33 this week those that, yeah. that kind of monotone yeah yeah but like we we slowly devolve into like you know like hey welcome back to the anime safe, safe space and then like t- 10 episodes down the line hello welcome back to the anime safe space this is episode 1750 We'll just, get, we'll just go an, get more demoralized and we're like, we can't do this anymore. The point where it's just a text-to-speech robot doing the intro? That would be funny. I still need to figure out where we can find those text-to-speech because I honestly don't know how people do that. I, I don't know either. I'm going to be honest. I've been working like a madman, so I'd have no time to even look up anything anymore. I just been sleeping, man. You're but, a bum. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, look, I stopped sleeping last night and finally put a video out. I'm just going to plug myself there. Finally put out another video on the Kikuzu channel, probably the only video for this month, unless I uh, stop getting lazy. So, I don't know. Oh, and uh, hopefully, I keep. I, I know we give a bunch of lies on this fucking, <laughs> on this podcast, but um, I bought a ring light. It makes my podcast, or my podcast, my webcam look really good, and... Uh, I kind of want to get the uh, webcams uploaded now, finally, like for the re- regular episodes. Because now my webcam finally stopped looking like ass because of this. So, uh, excited. So, yeah, if you if this episode is out soon, you'll see what I mean. Uh, you can see all my ugly-ass features, my fat face. Dude, my camera kind of still lit. I got it for like got, 35. We got good lighting in your room. Yeah, what's up, dude? Uh, well, you don't. Well, yeah, you see it actually. I have I'm using my other webcam. You can see it. it's just like gamer gamer room. Were you playing Destiny? No, I'm downloading it. I'm I'm like thinking about if I want to get back into it or not. But it, it has to cop. Play. Yeah, it has to, has to copy though. So, as you guys know, I do have a PS Seven, so I'm trying to get back into games. And if I want to stream, it's gonna be off my PlayStation. Because I haven't, I don't have a capture card, so that's gonna suck. You should, you should get one. Speaking of streaming, I'm actually uh, planning on getting into streaming again very soon. But you're gonna uh, do great. I'm, I'm excited to do it. Last, like I said, last time when we did the podcast stream, we had like around twenty something people like watching at a time, which was, it's good, honestly, for our kind of numbers, and uh, nothing but, uh, to scoff at, really. But uh, you got to remember, everyone's going to YouTube gaming. That is true. A lot of people are going there. Uh, I was going to say, say you saw the whole controversy with uh, Streamlabs, right? What happened with that? Oh, uh, apparently they they like ripped off every single company out there under the sun. Elgato. Um, I forgot the other ones. I'm not very good with company names. But you know how it's called Streamlabs OBS, right? Yeah. So apparently there is an open source software called OBS that everybody thought was Streamlabs because of that. So OBS came out and like did this whole thing where they literally said they got ripped off by Streamlabs because they took the OBS concept 
and then called themselves Streamlabs OBS. So basically, everybody is ditched Streamlabs. Uh, me as well. I downloaded OBS last night, and uh, actually looks like it's more. It's like the Android, I should say, of like, <laughs> like the Android versus iPhones. iPhones is like Streamlabs. It's very streamlined. OBS, there's a lot more you can do with it. So I'm gonna start using Streamlabs. And, well, I or, uh, mean, OBS. If me. it was, if it was open source, it is. Yeah. So I think they just they just got some good stuff that's why and now their uh their run is over so i'm gonna start using obs it's, it looks nice and you can transfer your stuff from streamlabs to obs so well it's, it's like the same part, program i would i would think you could it's not the same pro that's the thing they just took the code and put it in streamlabs and then copyrighted it or trademarked it i mean which you know it's really shitty anyways we're not talking about anime for some reason i don't know how we got into that uh, so uh, as, as you guys may have known or may have heard, it's been a, at least a four minutes into the episode. We're down a member once again, how are we? Oh, we didn't even address that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us gone this week. Uh, it's, uh, it's finals week. Uh, it's just to be expected, uh, during the time of this year, honestly, like I said, wait, tell is going for his master's degree, uh, you know, final, uh, when you're doing mid finals for a semester, you- I mean. Oh my God! Let me get. Let me take care of this. All right, yeah, you take, haven't take been in college for a while, so they're going through their end of semester finals. So he, I know, pursuing the education like a good boy. Uh, he's not a drunk or and or an alcoholic and or a weed master. Yeah, he has to uh, try and get that, and he's also trying to go for an internship as well. So well, we he, might not he have got him the for, internship. He got the internship. Sorry, but we probably might not see him for like another week or so. But just just for you guys to be ex- expected, I uh, expect another dual episode probably next week. And if he is on, shit, that would be great. <laughs> it means I could do less talking. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, basically what we're saying is uh, dual episodes might be more of a norm than you're expecting. It uh, doesn't mean Tell has gone off at all. It's not like he doesn't want to do the podcast. He's just really busy. Me and Jake are both just bum asses that work. <laughs> so hey i ha- i have all my credits for college it's, i just don't know what i want to go for anyway Dude, <laughs> i have like soon. i have like 45 something credits that uh that i can't use <laughs> for anything so or 15 hey. credits excuse me but 30 credits that actually go to my degree but 15 extra that are just sitting there in the void it hurts well i if i go like for three semesters i could get a minor in math Three, three or two semesters. I don't know. One of those two. I forget which math I was in. But I, I, mean, I could if, realistically get a minor in math. If I go back for a single semester and just change my degree to sociology, I can already get my associates. But Dude, just get it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm, I'm a lazy ass. We'll see. Dude, if you literally get that, you have a degree and you can boast about it. And and when you go to other jobs, you can say, I have a degree. <laughs> Give oh, me a dollar, dollar more. Yeah, word of advice to all of you guys out there. Uh, if you're not getting a scholarship to a university or something, just go to, just go to community college. Yes. Just, just um, go there. It's You're basically doing the same thing, but you're doing it for less money. And, and most of the time, the professors actually like what they're doing instead of universities that just get paid fucking well off. Oh, yeah. All like, of my professors, they did it as like some of them. This is their side job. Like they worked at like, let's say, uh, an office or something for during the day The working at the cc was the highlight of their day because they actually got to teach stuff they enjoyed 
So there's your there's your lesson right there. And if you can fig- if you could like um you could transfer credits, it's even better. So that's 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 the suggestion for both of you. I'm I was in 10k of debt and student debt, so that that was my bad. I don't have any single student loans or debt because I paid all of my tuition out of pocket because that's how cheap our CC is. Fucking nice. So, anyways, as we're we're not talking about anime for another three minutes, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's just turn this into a into a life lesson podcast. Let's start talking about like taxes and then like paying off mortgages and stuff. Just make this an advice podcast for people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So instead of the anime safe space, we are now the livable safe space. You know, it came out way better in my head. Yeah, that, I was going to say that joke did not land. You know, I'm sorry. But it's fine. Because we are the anime safe space and no one cares until we talk about anime. So, the fuck's been going on? Well, I, I thought you were going to try to start talking about JoJo's, but I, maybe you want to wait for Tell or something. I don't think he's going to watch it anytime soon. So I could go. And I ahead. haven't seen it. I mean, you can just talk about Stone Ocean. It's fine. I, I'm yeah. not going to see it for ages. So Yeah. Uh, so as you, as you know, uh, Stone Ocean did come out the first 12 episodes. I personally do not like these batch episodes. I want to do something like how Amazon does it, where they do three episodes. They start you off with three episodes, and then it goes weekly instead of the 12 episodes. But, you know. You, I, you get what you get and you don't make a fuss about it, right? So with Stone Ocean, you follow Jolene Cujo, the daughter of the famous, overly famous Jotaro Cujo, as she has been incriminated for murder for 15 long years, right? And the whole play, the whole story is going to take place in a prison. And I mean, shoot. David Productions added again. It's a banger open. I don't care what you say. All right. I don't care what you say. It's a banger opening. But there is lots of divide between the community. It's like a, it's like a chase situation. Half of them, half the people like it. Half the people hate it. I'm I'm in the I'm in the turn point that I do like it. I do like the return to CG, especially because it's Jolene, and it's a very uh, it's a much more colorful colorful opening than the the other ones which I, I do appreciate a lot and the song's a banger too i'll let uh, you let you uh put your put your two cents into the opening i mean i, I gave my two cents last week i just i, I don't want to make it sound like i hate the opening like I said i think the animation is, is is baller but the song is just all right so, i mean that's where I'm, i mean there's just like black clover there's no such thing as a bad jojo opening i don't hate stand proud like i made it sound like or anything like that they're just not for me but they're still fine so yeah anyways let's go into this plot i'm not gonna go really too in depth um there it's just it's another jojo journey something happens the call a call to action and they got to stay at the prison and so you get to follow your three heroines because this is a female oriented show and Jolene's a straight up badass. I'm not gonna lie. So I really like her character. She's a memer too, and a lot of the pages from Part Six are pretty funny. And I'm I'm liking that they're putting that into action. Animation wise, I still I, it's it's not as a 
the highs aren't as good as part five's highs, but it's more consistent than part five. Part five has high highs and part five has also low lows in its animation. Part part six does have like it's a very more consistent in my eyes. But there are some rough CGs, especially with that last fight with Weather Weather Report and Jolene versus uh oh, I forgot his name. Whatever his name was when they're talking about anti gravity, but is it is it Google dolls or whatever? Something like that. No, 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 no. That's a that's a that's the first that's the first fight, I would say, with the, her her roommate, her prison cell roommate. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, that, I brought it up because uh, I told you beforehand what I wanted to deal, but we'll go later on. I, we'll I, go I, later on. Are you sure? Do you still have do you still have things you want to say about judging? Yeah, I was, uh, it was just like um, this first part is just kind of like you know Act One, Act Two is going to be a lot of stuff is going to happen. And <laughs> there's going to be a stand in there called <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a fun, fun little time. I'm going to be honest. That's, that's, that's all I could really say. Okay, well, what I was going to say is uh, I, I see people on Twitter talking about a bunch of the JoJo stand powers. And uh, I swear to God, some of them sound like shit posts, but it turns out that they're actually real. <laughs> uh, like uh, the Google Dolls one I brought up, um, I I thought this was a joke, but apparently it is. And maybe I'm gonna butcher this explanation, but I'm sure it'll be close enough. Uh, she can turn people small, but you get bigger the farther she is away. But you have to act cutesy and stuff, I guess, to stay alive. And she also stuffs you inside dead animals. Because that's she likes, the, that's she, that's okay. That's not the whole stand. <laughs> but that, okay, that is a part of it, right? That's one no, of the powers. No, no, no. So the stand is the stand is she can make people small. The farther you go away, the the bigger you get. The other parts where she stuffs you into a into a rat is because she wants you because she thinks everyone can see her. And then acting cutesy is just her saying, "Either you do this or you die." That kind of thing because you're small. So no, that's not part of it, but it's not part of the stand ability, but that's her character. <laughs> Alright. I mean, I don't know. Some of them sound like shit posts. Uh found out that Steel Ball Run is called Steel Ball Run because there's a character that has steel balls. And yep. uh his it's, well it's it's, his, it's double it's a double steel thing. balls. It's well it's it's a derby. It's it's a horse race. The entire entire I, I know, but of course I'm assuming is no, that's not Steely Dan. That's uh from part three right yeah steely dan is part three yeah i don't know his name then um i don't know everything in jojo sounds like a massive shit post though the more the parts go on is just the more absurd they get and part three it's like i can punch extremely fast and also stop time and you're like okay makes sense <laughs> and now you get to this shit oh that's it gets worse <laughs> it gets i know worse. it gets worse i've heard some of the part eight stands <laughs> uh, if you wanted to do this segment now though Jake if you actually prepared for it I have one it's just like trying to make trying to get the it, it's fine if it's just one I mean so what I asked okay, Jake beforehand I got you. is because I got you. Oh, if you, if you want to you, you want to go okay so he wants to do real or fake and we're going to do a little segment I don't know if we want to keep going with it or not but we're oh, going to be know, but, yeah. just we're going to be I'm, yeah, I'm going to explain a, a stand ability and he has to 
he has to guess whether it's real or fake. Yeah, uh, I've like I said, I've never seen or read anything involving the stands from JoJo's. I've only seen Phantom Blood, and uh, while I know a lot of the plot, I don't know anything about like any of the stands. <laughs> so uh, this is gonna be hard. Okay, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with this one. Or I'm only gonna do one actually. I'm not. I'll I'll give you more, but I gotta, I gotta think more about it because I took a fat nap. Anyways, this stand ability, whatever he draws, or let's say he can draw whatever and he can make these uh, fictional characters come to life and the story will play out exactly as foretold. See, you gave it popular one, though. That's from part four. And I forget what it's called. It's something heaven, right? No, it's not that one. Or is this not part four? Are you sure? I'm it's sure. not the guy. It's not the guy that can draw manga panels and then got and then he got punched in the fucking face. Okay. By uh, Josuke's crazy this, diamond. This or this stand ability can draw fictional characters. Oh, it's this stand. <laughs> oh, and whatever they draw, the the story plays out. Okay, so it's different then. Um, but is it a stand, yes or no? Is it an ability, yes or no? I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Made in Heaven. No, not Made yeah, in Heaven. Made... No, Heaven's Door. Oh, yeah, that one. That's a different? That's, That's different. I could, I'll could. i tell you the difference if you think this is actual, an actual ability or not. I mean, I'm assuming Heaven's Door is that he... No, it's, it's, uh, Heaven's Door is he can write and he can write on, like, he can make a... He can make anyone a book, and he can write in that book to say whatever. So, like, say, like, this person will fly back 20 meters. After he closes it, he'll fly back 20 meters. If you put, I, you can speak fluent Japanese, you can now speak fluent Japanese. That's why it's probably one of the most OP stands. Because <laughs> you, you, could, you could say, you will not attack me, and you will never attack me. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say the stand is real then, if that kind of power exists. Bohemian Rhapsody in Part Six is a stand that that deals with Mickey Mouse, Snow White. <laughs> Wait, is that is that what that that's, comes that's, from? That that's that's where it is. That's why everyone was like, Part Six is gonna be fucked because they're gonna have the fucking rat. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I'll come in like I think that might come in the last batch of episodes i'm not too sure where it is that is bohemian bohemian rhapsody rhapsody that <laughs> when i when i first saw that i was like what am i looking at yeah stand powers but, are fucking uh they're, they're they're wild man they're pretty wild that's what makes it fun though because you it's more so a mind game of trying to figure out what they do kind of like kind of like a nen where you kind of don't know what they're gonna do. It's just, it's JoJo's though. All right. Well, that kind of segues into our, what I wanted to ask uh, for today. My only topic I put down in my phone, sadly, for this week, but uh, it was a good one. Um, so, I this will go somewhere, I promise. But their their Japanese popularity poll for My Hero came out recently. It's dog shit like usual. Um, there's not a single. 
there's not a single villain, mind you, until Shigaraki at 17th place. Um, and Nightwing or Night Eye is in there for some reason, even though he's been dead for over 200 chapters now, actually. And, uh, you know, the blah, blah, blah. And then the movie character from the newest My Hero movie was at number nine on the poll. And I was so confused because I was like, this guy sucks. And he he's not bad, but he's not better than any other My Hero character. And I saw somebody in the replies talk shit about his quirk. And I realized I never brought up his quirk when we talked about the My Hero movie discussion. I um, still haven't seen the movie. <laughs> it, it Look, it's it's kind of related to JoJo's Jake. So guess what? So he had, the, the whole movie, he has this little bird on his shoulder, right? And the bird is like talking and we're well, not talking but chirping and seems like in tune with uh, the character. His name is uh, Rudy, I believe. Or uh, Rory, actually. And uh, so he tells Deku his quirk early on in the movie and you think it's going to be the super badass thing because they intentionally cut away right before he says it. And then at like the very last scene in the movie. <laughs> this, oh my god. His quirk is that his bird shows his true feelings which means he can't tell a lie that's his quirk and yeah so if he lies his bird will obviously be sitting there and like be like winking at you or like telling you like at the end of the movie i i don't know you have to be brain dead to realize that he was not outsmarting the villain but he walked up to the villain and he was like all right i'll hand over this hard drive to you and he's like talking about how he's gonna like you know side with the villain and then you see the bird on his shoulder like looking at Deku and telling him like giving him a thumbs up and you'll and he's like oh and then it cuts back to the scene he's like I can't tell a lie it shows my true emotions so then Deku's like oh shit okay he's on my side that that was it and then the bird goes and puts in a fucking USB and saves the day but yeah so it is one of the worst quirks I've ever seen Deku lied to his ass and told him that not being able to lie is one of the best powers ever and I was like you are you are stupid (laughs) that is not a good quirk that's a so, horrible quirk. <laughs> it's it's horrendous. It's probably the worst quirk in my hero. <laughs> it is so fucking bad. That's so. It's I, only that, that, you, oh, no, no, no. I, I'm trying to think of like a place where you could actually use it. And it's like there's, there's no utilization. Maybe, there's maybe like one or two specific situations. Okay, specific situations that I could think of off the top of my head that I could well, it's, potentially it's, be right. Like, and one funny. of them involves lying to your parents. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but but I'm. But if you they knew your quirk, then again you're useless. If they know your quirk shows your true your true emotions, you're fucked. The only reason it worked against the villain is because Deku was like, oh, okay, I know how his quirk works, so I'm on his side. Even though it was very obvious that he's not gonna have this random change of heart because, yeah. So it got me thinking, what is the worst power in anime or manga? Stands. <laughs> Like, I mean, specific, like, power, like, useless, just, like, not, like, power as a concept, but, like, somebody that has a power that's so utterly worthless. And I wouldn't say something like Mirio, where it's useless and he uses it in a great way. I'm talking just straight dog shit. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. This is, this is a tough one. Uh, the one that comes to my first off was it from the Chimera Act. That one, the Cheetah. I forgot, her, I forgot his name. Um, the cheetah, I mean, his, per- his, his quirk is just run fast or not quirk, uh, his Nen ability or not even his ability, his ability to just run fast. And then his Nen is, uh, a game of tag. 
And oh, if he doesn't you're talking about cheetah. Yeah, yeah. Cheetah. Cheetah. Yeah. And then he develops a new Nen power that's useless. <laughs> to be completely fair, it, it was supposed to be bad because it's just showing what a bad Nen user is. But still, I agree. Those are terrible. Because the whole point was that he was lecturing him about, like, if you don't know how to utilize the Nen, it'll turn into things like that. And he used it against his strength. Because, yeah, if you're this fast and going to beat somebody in a race, then why would you trap them in something that forces them to tag you? Because there's no consequence if they don't tag you after those eight hours. It's just, it just ends. <laughs> you just get out of there. So it was so fucking useless. I think Hunter Hunter might have a lot of them then. Because Nen is like a double-edged sword. <laughs> really. Um, you know, I was thinking, like, Crow's ability is useless without someone without at least something think about that i, I don't know i mean no 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 it's I, it's it's over no 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 it does it like he he in the manga like in the fight between a between a, him and hisoka like it shows what he can but basically if he doesn't have a stockpile that that nan ability is useless yeah. but it's it's useful it's very useful well, I said something that's not useless that can be used usefully. That's an example like Mirio. It's like something in theory where it's like, yeah, you'll get your ass kicked uh, in most scenarios, but he is so smart. He's literally like the smartest character in Hunter x Hunter to the point mm -hmm. where it doesn't matter <laughs> what and then he's using. So in theory, yeah, it's bad, but that's like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of somebody that's utterly useless and they try to make believe that it's a good quirk like or a good power like they did with Rory. I'm still pissed off about that. That was such a bad quirk, man. <laughs> Shoot. What's so a bad what's bad. a bad what's a bad power, dude? That's that's something you really I'm had trying, to really I'm trying to think of something in Jujutsu Kaisen. I know there is one that I like really pissed me off with how bad it was in there. <sighs> Shoot. Something in JJK. Well you could keep thinking about that. I'll think of like all the stanza that I know. Oh, <laughs> no way. No, I was actually kind of OP. I was going to say the, the part four creeper that goes in your back, and if you turn around, if someone sees it, then they die. It's actually an OP stand. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that actually sounds nice. Oh, my God. Oh, there's a stand ability that uh, the stand is just a electric tower or a, a cell antenna. Cell antenna? I think. I think those were called satellite tower, whatever. And the stand is just that one place. So like you couldn't use it anywhere. And it's, it's just that if you trap someone in it, then they can't leave. But if no one comes into it, then you're fucked. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I said I you should have you, thought you, of... You know, you know, you should have done another one. OP quirks with stupid-ass users. I'll go first. Okayasu from, from part four. The hand is so OP. But Okayasu is so stupid. He doesn't know how to use it. Oh, uh, have you seen the new Mushu Gotensei episode? Does a new one come out? Um, uh, on Sunday. So the last one I saw was... Him getting spilled. Yeah. So I well, know. I was going to say, he's not stupid, but I, I mean, it got me to think uh, on that one. He's literally so overpowered because they said he could destroy the world. 
but he has all of these curses placed upon him to the point that he can't do oh it. yeah so it's like he's so op but he, like literally the world is nerfing him because of that what a great episode by the way just saying that was a good episode yeah especially when he, you well they kind of figured it out when one he was the only one that didn't fear him especially as that one that was what one of his curses yeah everyone fears him but i'm i'm wondering about the sec the the girl she i was going to say i think she might be a a Part reincarnated of the, person as well yeah that could be that could be a potential cuz i'm i'm it making it seem like it's a slime situation where people reincarnate to this world from the real world so or well you don't you don't know if they're op or not that's the problem. In slime, they make it seem like they're OP, but, you know. Well, yeah, because they're OP because they get special. They, they're literally OP on the basis that they came from another world because they get to choose something. I mean, subconsciously choose something. Like, Rimuru is like, I, I want all of these things while he was dying and happened to get them, so. But that's a different Isekai and not Mushiko Tensei. Mm -hmm. So, like, the only thing that we know is that other worlds don't get affected or as what we believe other world people do not get affected by the, that curse. So there could be potentially more curses upon the other. What was it? 11, 11 or seven, uh, seven, seven, seven uh, techniques. Yeah. So what was it? The dragon, the dragon command or the dragon is the second, the most powerful, but the second in command, something like that. I'm trying to think of a power that is like has a drawback, like so drastic that it's worthless. <laughs> Notorious B.I.G. from Part Five: the the stand user has to die in order to, for it to get effect. Is, is that serious? <laughs> I'm not dead, dead ass. <laughs> oh, it's O.P. But but it, it's <laughs> the stand user has to die. That, that was that was a pretty stupid, but it's an it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty bad, it's pretty bad quirk. You literally can't kill it. I I was so hyper focused on Rory's terrible quirk that honestly I I forgot the other ones I even came up with. It's such a bad quirk, man. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> literally, me and uh Tyler, my brother, laughed our asses off when that came up because they were hyping it up, and at the end of the movie, you're like, okay, you know he's gonna show what his quirk was. And then he's like, I can't lie. That's my quirk. And then Deku's like, oh my god, Rory, that's the most awesome quirk of them all. Because Rory's like, you're going to laugh at me, aren't you? He's like, you're going to laugh like everybody else does. And then Deku lies to his ass. <laughs> Tells him it's a good quirk. <laughs> but, I was going to say, uh, it is relevant. It's also my hero, uh, Aoyama's quirk. Uh, he can shoot fucking beams from his uh, stomach, but he gets nauseous afterwards. Oh, yeah. It's an awful quirk. There, I guess there is a canonical explanation for that uh, with a new chapter, but still, it's stupid. <laughs> it doesn't have to be canonical. It's still stupid. Not canonical, but logical. Or uh, there is a reason why they gave him that drawback. So, yeah, you could just actually just nuke the world with it, but he can't, he can't do anything else. You know, you you really push this question onto me, but I have to think more. I'm right now. I'm like focused on jojo's and mostly just has fucking all of them it has the whole house the whole wheel shoot part three 
Let's see. Emerald Splash is useless, I'm going to be honest. It's, uh, <laughs> that's the meme where the Emerald Splash cannot be deflected and everybody deflects it. <laughs> it's actually... It's actually so stupid. It's from Kakyoin. Man, I can't, like, think of anything. Like I said, I know Hunter Hunter's filled to the brim with it, but usually when they're bad, they're supposed to be intentionally bad. But... Yeah, brother, you you really you really shit the bet on us, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I don't know. I also like your angle of uh, really OP quirks, but people that don't know that they're like, they don't know how to utilize it to that <laughs> to that effect. No, they're stupid. They're stupid. They're literally they're stupid. stupid. I mean, that also could go into it. Like, uh, I said, they they literally are aren't even aware of how to utilize their power to that degree. So. Anyways, yeah, I mean, that's the question. Yeah. We bought enough time for our questions. <laughs> if we I don't know. Good ones. I mean, I was, if we had any other discussions, I mean, before we wanted to get into it. Well, duh, that was the whole point. Well, did you? Oh, actually, you know what? Say, did you? Oh, go ahead. The new Spider-Man movie is coming out, right? Coming out this month? It's not anime, but yeah. Come on, dudes. Animation. No, that's not coming out this month. Uh, the trailer came out. That's coming out next year, though. The oh. MCU Spider-Man movie is dropping this month. But are we are we going to watch it? We'll watch it, but I have not given a shit about anything my or Marvel-related since Endgame. So I, I have, like, not that much ho like hype at all. Still going to watch it, but, you know. But are you hyped for the Spider-Verse? Oh, Spider-Verse. Fuck yes, I am. Like I said, it's one of my favorite animated movies. But it's not coming out this month, so... <laughs> not really much to talk about. They dropped a second trailer. Uh, second. Their first teaser trailer, I mean. Uh, we already knew it was coming. They just finally, like, showed us stuff from the movie. And Ugh. it looks fantastic like the first one did, so... Oh, Jump Festa. Where it's, it's coming close. And what I heard is that Mashal's getting a panel. Well, we Mashal, talked about this before. I know Mashal getting an anime. This is this it is, is going to be most certainly getting one. I think Undead Unluck has a panel too. Yeah, um, Mato has one, but we already know it's getting an anime. So, um, and we know who's behind it too. And who's behind it? So I'm I'm sure those two will get uh, animated. Also, in a lot of Chainsaw Man news came out recently. Um, Mostly rumors, but I mean, reason to believe. Uh, so part two is coming out next year of Chainsaw Man. Finally, with we don't the know anime. when. Yeah, with the anime. And then the anime is also coming out as well. And then uh, in twelve days from now, they are releasing the entire Chainsaw Man manga colored. And I'm gonna reread it. Oh, I, they already have the first volume done. Oh, and dude, they colored it so fucking well. It looks so good. Oh, uh, except the first volume is out there to read already in color, and it's great. That's a lot of money to spend. <laughs> oh, it's it's uh, it's digital, so digital oh, it's only. Digital. I mean, just like One Piece, because One Piece is only digital. Gotcha. Colored. It's just yeah. the difference is they're dropping all of it at once instead of like One Piece where they're like ten chapters behind uh, the regular release because they're coloring it as as the series goes on. 
I'm just wondering what part two is going to be all about. It's going to be great, dude. Like I said, we haven't. Uh, I I reread I think the first two volumes yesterday because I just got in the Chainsaw Man mood. We still haven't seen Kobani's power, like I said. Uh, and I actually forgot that they said that they made Hayakawa's and uh, Himeno squads uh, experimental. Uh, so obviously there's something with Kobani's. Uh, I keep saying quirk, don't I? Uh, her contract. Yeah, there, there is. I feel like she has a really, like, really awesome contract. Because one, <laughs> she's one of the like only alive characters now, <laughs> and um, she somehow was able to. It might have something to do with luck, if I'm being honest. Like, with how much she survived, because she has really bad luck and really good luck. Um, I think when people think of luck powers a lot, they only think of good luck, but uh, it goes both ways. Dude, I think Nagito is the undead best example. Too. Yeah, you're thinking about undead unluck. Well, and undead unluck, uh, and actually, hmm, I, 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 that, that is. Thank you for bringing that up. That was one of the other things I wanted to do for uh, a segment. Not that undead unluck powers are like insane, but everything in undead un, like insane or bad. I mean, like to the point where JoJo's is just laughably like <laughs> insane. Um, Actually, I can tell you some of the the powers in Undead Unluck because some of them are like really in theory should be terrible, but they work really well. Yeah, like Unluck's power, uh, hers is. She I'm has, only chapter nine, I believe. Chapter yeah, nine. Yeah, you haven't, 12. dude. You haven't even seen the extent of the powers. Actually, I'll talk about them for a second. I love Undead Unluck's power system. I've mentioned it before. Uh, the whole entire power system it works on negatives. So every like if your name is Unluck, you have bad luck but it goes and applies to everybody else and there's also two types there is like self uh targeting and then there is you know uh external targeting uh powers hers is external targeting so anybody that touches your skin gets immediately uh hit with bad luck and the more fond of the person she is the worse the luck is so the main character of the series uh or the other main character the dude he's undead meaning he can't die so the way they fight a lot it's so fucking cool is that he'll she just gets her bare skin on him as much as she can and like they're it's also like a romance between them so they're slowly getting feelings so as the series goes on she's starting to love him more and the the penalties get crazier there's literally a fucking meteor that comes and kills somebody yeah i saw that one i saw that one they're in a building and then there's a so there's a character in there like said they have like jojo type penalties things where you have to like do these specific requirements in order for things to work like there's a character named Unchange, uh, and uh, he's able to change your direction to stuff. If you're throwing a right, if you think you're gonna throw a right punch, you're throwing it left. If you think you're gonna jump, you're just gonna fall to the ground. If you want to move, you're gonna be standing still. So you have to think in reverse. But it only works if he becomes fond of you. So if he doesn't like you while you're fighting, then you're just gonna kick his ass. So yeah, he kind of has to like start building up conversation liking you and he tries to force himself oh, to like who you are that's why he did it oh you, you're was, on that fight he, yeah no i went past that fight um i believe i got to when they i don't know what chapter this is but uh when they joined the circle that's like 10 chapters in yeah something like that yeah. so that's that's where i left off but I haven't read any manga for a while. I st- I still got to read Noragami. I'm on chapter I'm on chapter two right now. <laughs> I said I was gonna I c- read it. I thought of my bad power. Um, mind you, she doesn't use it to fight, but uh, pop step my hero vigilantes. Yeah, she just jumps really high. It's useless. It's so fucking bad. It just does everything. It does something that literally any other quirk 
any other physical based quirk can do. I mean, like uh, what's his face? Uh, Koichi. He can just he can do that. So. Yeah, but Ko- Koichi figured out he could start using his quirk in different ways. <laughs> yeah, and he also evolved his. Like, he can literally triple jump. He can high jump. He can fly, basically. Like, he's he a can zoom chat. around. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, that guy. Pop is- step is just, she can jump. I-, I understand hers isn't supposed to be combat oriented or anything like that, but, like, she just she just jumps. Dude, well, it's really bad. She, she She's thick. She's hot as fuck. I love her, but it's a bad quirk. <laughs> Plus, she's got the killer bees, too, so. <laughs> yeah, but that's not her quirk. She got forced that on her, and I think it gets doesn't matter, new. dude. I, 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 I will try to, unless they came out with a new chapter, it hasn't come out, came out yet. Because they're still on a knuckle duster. Man, I have to think of all the undead unluck powers, because there's so many. It's such an underrated series, man. I hope to God it gets an anime. Because it's so fucking good. Yeah, what do you think? I don't know. I just like talking about like (laughs) character powers because they're so fucking insane. Oh yeah, unbelievable. That's right. (laughs) Sorry, we got to uh, get to a fucking stalemate here. Yeah, we really are. And sorry, like we also posted this uh, question. You posted this question in the Discord, and I'm looking at these results, these replies, and it. Well, that's what I was saying. The questions are, <laughs> again, no offense to you guys, but fucking ass. Um, so that's that's really funny. What was it? Matano slave. All the powers are pretty good in there. Oh, I, I love correctly. I love the powers in there too. I've talked about them before, like I said, and it works like on the My Hero theory system that people have but uh it's literally just whatever you desire most is your power so you know if you desire your control you're gonna have something control based uh one of them wanted to spend as much time as possible with her sister so she got the power to stop fucking time and again oh uh, another over-the-top thing where you have to the the duration of time and what kind of time stop she does she has to hit a pose uh on a clock so if she wants to do something for like three seconds she has to hit a pose at three o'clock if she wants to do a full 10 second time stop, she has to do like some crazy ass dance and it's it's insane. I love it. It's really good. Uh, and then of course the main character, uh, they haven't really explained what her desire was yet really, but she can control slaves. <laughs> so maybe she's racist. <laughs> Are you serious? Hey, she's hot. I let her, you know. That's f- well, <laughs> she gets a pass. She, she can make someone their slave and the 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 prices that whatever they desire at that moment is the price they have to pay but since most of the time it was just beast it was animals and then you get the main character and it's all lust yeah, but it's a funny <laughs> so, bastard i love matsusahi dude it's so good all of the powers are fucking great don't you mean the after effects are great the after effects are great too yes Oh, and one of them, yeah, she has uh, move copying. So, yeah, move copying, and I forgot what the drawback is. What the fuck is her drawback? Because they all have drawbacks. That's the, the thing with Matosei. Oh, and when I get farther in One Piece, I can probably think of the better uh, Devil Fruits, because I really do like Devil Fruit as a power system as well. Like I said, I want to do a battle uh, power system tier list. 
because there's a lot of good ones out there and there's a lot of bad ones. Gintama. Gintama. <laughs> well, well, that's just going to be at the number one stop, uh, spot. What? Gintama. Best yes, power system is. ever. The non-existent Dude, it one does not exist, and that's what makes it so good. <laughs> I mean, if you want to use Altana or Utero's like blood as one, I guess, <laughs> but that doesn't count. Uh, Himari, that's her name. All right, let's look at what her power is. I can't. I really. I like. We've been spending so much time, and I cannot think of anything. Oh, she has a fuckload of ones. I mean, are we still on that question I asked earlier? <laughs> this is just turning into, into us just like on fucking our phones and computers trying to look up stuff. Well, that's why you got dual monitors. Oh, yes. Yeah, so since you're you're going to be streaming soon, you, you got dual monitors now. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm looking at. So what you guys don't see is that you guys have my face right now, but I have a picture of my ass my other web camera so that he's always staring at it okay that's right really so yeah funny. her power is um okay yeah and the drawback is that if she uh isn't compatible with the power uh it'll basically become impractical in combat it's really not that big of a drawback uh because the slave thing doesn't work with this character and uh matosehi so it evolves into something speed-based, so it's not physical-based, which means it's still a very perfectly useful ability. So it's really not a big drawback. She's probably one of the most OP in the series, come to think of it. And then, yeah, like I so said, in terms of uh, Devil Fruit, uh, Luffy's a big example of uh, what I mentioned earlier with, like, Meteo. In theory, and compared to all of the fucking fruits in uh, One Piece, Luffy has one of the worst. <laughs> But he utilizes it so well that he is like a god. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like I said, I explained the gears earlier. Uh, maybe they'll explain gears later. But he just imagined his blood being like uh, steam, I think. And he was like, and well, since I can twist my uh, body into like coils and stuff. He's like, he just basically accelerated his blood and everything to the point where his body hardens to like steel. Doesn't really make too much sense. Maybe I misexplained that, but it's it's just weird. Like he can still stretch, but his body has like the properties of hardened ass steel. Makes him a you know a machine. Obviously, he gets fatigued really fast from doing it, but still, I don't know. They didn't explain that very well. <laughs> but there's some cool fruits. There's the darkness fruit from uh, Blackbeard. He can suck in every single thing uh, around him with darkness. And uh, there's just a lot of cool powers in there. I want to see the later ones. And of course, they all have the same drawback. They can't swim. So Every single character in One Piece that has a devil fruit can't swim is the thing. Oh, and the new character that was introduced, I love it too. Uh, he he picked up, I think it's called like the revival fruit or the live live fruit something because they all have rhymes. <laughs> the whole thing is, is that if you die, you get it like immediately revived. But he died out at sea. So his body sunk to the bottom of the sea. So his power couldn't come to his body immediately so it spent years searching so finally when it found his body he was all bones but his fruit still came into effect so he's a, a, a perfectly sentient skeleton because his fruit is still active so i like powers like that it's a curse i mean all devil fruits are curses 
just hearing you gush about One Piece is just amazing. You need to read it. You need to read it. I think you that's going to really be a while. Like that's going to be really a while. Like, you can do it piecemeal. I mean, don't do what you don't have to do what Tail did. Like I said, I've been spending on over a year on One Piece, and I'm only barely on Thriller Bark, which is 445 right now. Yeah, I know, but I have I have other mangas that I want to read beforehand. I, I say that as I'm not reading anything right now. Yeah, I'm reading other things. Uh, I'm going to start something else tonight, so. Where are you going to start, dude? You're finally uh, going on a date with me? Oh, yeah, that's what we're starting, dude. No, I think it's How Clumsy You Are, Miss Ueno. Uh, looks very neat, uh, like a nice uh, manga. Well, I mean, we can, we can skim through these questions and see if we can find... Uh, salvageable ones uh that's good with you i'm looking at him it's it's not looking good <laughs> okay okay well we at least have one on twitter <laughs> two i think yeah kind of okay so this one comes from at the big yikes and he asks is there a scene in an anime where no matter what if you watch it you get hit with emotions A silent voice when the X's finally come off and he looks up. I, there's way too many to name for me, I think. Uh, not that I'm not going to answer, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, the silent voice one, I get choked up every single time I rewatch that scene. It's just so hard to watch. Um, I'd say the two I go back and revisit the most and still get hit with emotions to this day is uh, a Mob telling Reagan he's a genuinely good guy. Uh, I get tears every time I see that. It's just such a such a great moment. And then um, I I still think this is the best episode in my hero. Uh, you should know what I'm talking about already. Endeavor going prominence burn against uh, the Nomu. It's just fantastic all the way around. Like I wouldn't say like I get like tears or anything, but I get like ultra goosebumps, and I still feel the same way I did the first time because. When I watched the anime that first time, I wasn't reading the manga. I thought Endeavor died there. <laughs> so I was genuinely tense. Because I was like, holy it's, shit. Endeavor's actually going to die. Yeah, it's and still, it's still a, a good great scene. Yeah. No, that dude. Definitely uh, those two. Dragon Ball Super, UI Goku versus Jared. <laughs> Everything from there. Still. Oh, well, okay, and third. Uh, like I said, he said emotion, so I wouldn't say like it, it even has to say crying. Uh, Kefla. <laughs> Getting destroyed by Goku. I still get goosebumps to hell and back every time I watch that scene. Because it's just so fucking cool. That was a a good one. That was a good one. They literally didn't have to do that. They replayed it from three fucking angles. (laughs) Three fucking angles. That's when you know it's bad. It's like, imagine getting bodied so hard that the fucking camera just <laughs> pans around and is like, look at how bad you got your ass kicked by this. It's, just, it's so good. Ooh, I mean, both of these seem emotion-related, so that's interesting. Uh, if you had any other answers, I mean. Mm, I feel like a lot of them are... Let's see. Uh, Koro Sensei, I think, would be a, a sadder one. Every time they have to call rule at the end. Because I've watched it three times, actually. I've watched Assassination Classroom three times. And I've watched Brotherhood three times as well. 
shoot, what else? I can't think of like, I could think of crying moments, but I don't think I can think of like shit. Just like any other emotion besides Dragon Ball, where you're just hyped as hell. I, oh, I mean, we could say me and you for Food Wars. What was it? The third plate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That and that that is my probably one of the most ultimate ones. Yes. I don't know how I left that off. Uh, not the not the three way battle. If that's what you're talking about. I mean the mm. the cliffhanger. The when cliffhanger. When he reveals who his dad is. Uh, that was because uh, that is where when I cut up to the show. That is what I left off on because it was in the midway point through the season. So watching that and then having to wait was insane. <laughs> Because he was just like, oh, yeah, it just casually. He was just like, oh, yeah, Joy Chido, he, he's my dad. And you're like, what? And it goes into the fucking ending. And then, like, he just starts laughing. And it, it just literally changed everything about the series up until that point. And I still get goosebumps every single time I watch it. It's a, it's such a cool scene. Like, oh, my God, that was Food Wars at its peak, man. I still haven't finished it. I have to finish it. I haven't it. either. I have like, to Because, I mean... It, it was at its peak, and then it went way downhill. Yeah, <laughs> but it was still it was, it's still a great scene nonetheless, uh, regardless if you know what comes after that. So. <laughs> yeah, it comes with after that. I rem- I, I like that for Food Wars. I mean, that's uh, it wasn't intentional, but it works. That is. Uh, well, this I next think, one. Oh, I was about to uh, say. Oh no, actually, it ties into the next one. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say the next one's related. This comes from at Big E42069 or Big E42069. Uh, what was the first anime that made you cry? And I guess the saddest anime. So I guess this is a two-part question. And then he said regarding power, we haven't seen Akita, but he said uh, uh, telekinesis and Akita because the trade-off isn't worth it. We haven't seen Akita. Uh, I know that's kind of a crime for us to be running an anime podcast and having not seen it, but so There's I don't a lot know what of shows we haven't is. seen. I'm gonna be honest. Like a lot of older shows and newer shows that sh- everyone should be watching. Good example: Odd Taxi. We haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll watch that. Don't worry. We'll watch it. It's just like <laughs> I gotta be in my mood. I'm ba- I'm barely getting into anime mood right now. Like I caught up on on Mushiko Tensai. I caught up on all these other shows. I and then I gotta f- start watching Komi-san now. That'll be fantastic. So I, I, I'm, I'm a bit behind, but I once I get in my mood, I'm like I'm back into shape. I'm gonna start getting my belly, and then I'll become fatter on the pod. Not as fat as you though. <laughs> oh, fat ass. Dude, I really got a fucking piss. That's <laughs> <laughs> just all I'm thinking about right now. Um, do we have any? Oh, we didn't answer the question. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so, the first one that made me cry, if you wanted to go first, though. Uh, Koro Sensei, Assassinated Classroom, was the first one that made me cry. I remember that. I remember that vividly. Uh, mine was Angel Beats. Uh, I cried at that a long time ago. And I, I can't remember anything in between that. Because I, I wouldn't say it's like it was a hard cry, but uh, I cried at that. And then Charlotte. I was like 14 when I watched Charlotte. I don't know why I cried at that, but I did. Um, Violet Evergarden episode ten with I think it's episode ten. It's one where they're writing uh, letters to the to the daughter after she passes away. Oh, I was bawling at that. I was fucking bawling, dude. That was such a sad scene for me. 
especially the Violet Evergarden movie, like the ending didn't get to me. It's what happened before the ending with the kid. That's what got to me. I feel bad because it's like that's not the whole point of the show. But like I genuinely was like bawling at that too. That that was that one hit that that hit a little too close. Well, for Under that one, for saddest, um, I don't know. I'm, I have to figure out how to answer this because the Silent Voice isn't a sad ending, but that is the hardest I've ever cried at like anything. It's, it, a it's gr- really not a sad ending, but like it, it's, it's a it, really, no, it's a really it's really a happy ending. Oh, it really no, is. It's, a, it's probably like one of the happiest endings like ever because he comes to love himself at the end because like or forgive himself. He forgives himself and he's able to see the world as everyone else sees it or how he wants to see it. But like so, so like so it's like it's not sad. But in terms of what made me cry the hardest, that by far, I was I was sobbing for an hour. Like I was literally like, as soon as the excess fell off, dude, <laughs> I could hardly see the screen anymore. I was like, oh no, I oh th- no. I think my. I think my top three, I think, in like for crying is K-On. I think it was episode 19 since season two. Violet Evergarden episode two with the letters to the daughter. And then the silent voice is probably the last one. Because that, that, those, the, the, the last two not K-On, they hit a little too close. And there's a, a, there's a close. lot that's made me cry. I mean, like full on cry, I should say. I mean, I think I have like all of them <laughs> to heart already. Um, I don't know why, but like I said, uh, four Davis made me cry in Gintama. Uh, I, I just really don't know why. I, it hurt a lot seeing them all be really sad. Um, and then, let's see, like dude, I said, full dude, on we cry. We can talk a lot about Gintama, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but full on, like I said, full on cry, though, it was definitely a silent voice for a fucking shirt, Midi's death, and Made in Abyss. Just, hmm. my God. Uh, both of the, her deaths, I, mind you, like in the elevator and when Ray has to take her out. Um, yeah, she, yeah, she did die twice. She technically yeah. died twice. Uh, that, uh, Meruem and Komagi's uh, final scene in Hunter Hunter, I was sobbing. I that surprisingly I didn't cry at that. I didn't I have tears either. I was like, that's a good-ass ending. That's what I was. It was a phenomenal ending, but I, I didn't think she would. I don't know. It, it just sucks that she had to die. I, I don't know. I, it was just really sad. Because at first when Meruem gets like hit with like the the poison and you like find out he's poisoned, you're like, oh shit, okay. It's like, you know, Meruem's cool, but it's glad that he's going to die because he's so fucking overpowered. But he just stopped caring and he really only wanted to hang out with Komagi and it just got sadder and sadder. And then they both just accept their death at the end and just die in each other's like embrace. And it was just fucking sad. It, it, it hurts so much. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, um, Soda Yodi. How could we forget that? Soda Yodi. Oh, the laptop. The la- yep. <laughs> it really came out of nowhere. <laughs> well, so I was saying I was holding on all episode. Uh, I was like, people were calling this sad. I was like, what fucking ever? And then it gets to the laptop scene. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, the waterworks came. It was hard. Yeah, that, that hard was a bad one. Dude, we could, we could talk about all the fucking times Gintama made me cry, dude. Sogo's sister? That was a... Mm. You were making a lot fun of, of it. Like, so there's a lot of things that made me like tear up in Gintama. Like that and Guardian okay. Dog. But for whatever reason, when they're saying goodbye to uh, the Odd Jobs building and stuff. Like, obviously I knew that's not going to be the end, but like... It's the first time like they didn't play it something like that for jokes. Like they were straight up like devastated. They thought Otose was dead 
They thought the Yakuza was going to come kill them. They thought Gintoki was dead. Uh, they didn't want to say goodbye. They're all like, there was no jokes being played out. They were just crying, and I was like, that really hurts. Like it was the first time in Gintama where they're just like, yeah, not not the first time, but I mean, involving like Kagura and Shinpachi and all of them, like where they don't immediately turn it into a joke. Like it was straight up just, no, it was sad. I mean, same thing with the Sogo thing though. That meets about that entire scene. Not a single joke is being cracked or anything like that. It's just, it's just heart to heart them talking and then like the only lighthearted thing at the end is just you know gintoki eating a chip and saying well that's spicy because it's no that's hijikata no no hijikata is eating one but then gintoki eats one at the end too because it cuts oh, yeah, away and, he, and then he throws one in his mouth he's like wow that's spicy that, that's how it ends because yeah hijikata is forcing himself to eat that spicy food because you know he loved her i don't know it was it, there's a lot in gintama you're right so saddest though, like I said, I, uh, it's not sad per se, but uh, a silent voice, I guess. You already heard my answer, so I ain't gonna explain it again. And I just farted. <laughs> let me let me think of something that's sad, that like yeah. is actually fits the bill of being sad. I think. Uh, well, I don't think. Uh, Welcome to the NHK. I think is a really sad one because it's really depressing especially the, the things that he thinks of and the whole like how he has like targeted but how his mentality slowly shifts over until the end that was it was a depressing watch it was a good it was a good show uh but it was it was really depressing watching it especially in high school <laughs> when i'm just the, the the most depressed i've ever was yeah, it's probably that and uh, Made It Abyss is the saddest ones, I guess. I, like, want to say Perfect Blue, but that's just, like, a psychological mindfuck. And uh, depending on how you interpret the ending, it's either a really, really sad ending or a really good ending. It's, like, one of those things. It's, like, if you want to accept what you're given at face value, happiest ending ever. If you are cynical and perhaps a realist, it's probably a really fucked ending. So... Uh, but yeah, just those two. And let me see how long we've been going on. Going on for about an hour. Cause I really have to piss, man. <laughs> like bad. <laughs> Did you try to make me make me stay here for a for um, like a minute or so? We can answer one from the Discord real quick, just so we don't don't leave them out. Gotcha, dude. Let's see. For, what was it? I saw one in here. Oh, and I'm sorry, Booty Stink, if you listen to the end. Uh, completely forgot to bring up your thing. Uh, we mentioned a few weeks ago that we wanted to talk about people's like anime ideas on the pod. Uh, we'll do that eventually when we get in more. And if you guys made it to the end of this, uh, if you have like anime summaries or like story summaries you have, uh, you can feel free to DM us about it on Twitter. Please summarize it <laughs> um, just so it's easy for us to talk about. If you want to find a question there, Jake, and then uh, we'll just do the quick. We'll, we'll do the quick one because I don't think a lot of people realized or Aramanga Sensei. We'll just glance oh, over yeah, it for yeah. a bit. So this comes from Booty Bonti. Sorry, I can't see. Uh, well, how did our craze uh, for Aramanga start? 
we talked about this or and this was before the show but we were unironically saying like what shows are good but everyone hates and Aramanga sensei is one of those shows that everyone says is a shit show and we actually me and ethan both genuinely enjoyed it and it's especially since that's not really the norm we kind of just stuck with it and then i just i think it was either me or you Definitely and you. then we just brought it up before the pod, one of the pod question or pod episodes, and then we just stuck to it. And yeah. <laughs> it's uh, we're still standing by. It's a good show. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's become a reoccurring gag. Like I said, I don't even know how, like, truthfully, how like it, we made it. Like we never sat down and had a talk. We're like, where we're like, yeah, we need to make Arrow Manga like our mascot or anything. It just happened. <laughs> And then, of course, now, I mean, like, when we're talking about promotions or, uh, you know, doing branding and stuff, we include Aero Manga. But initially going into this podcast, it was only supposed to be Kaguya. <laughs> and then Sagari came out of nowhere. So. But it worked out in the end. Yeah, it worked out. I think people like Sagari more than <laughs> Kaguya for us at this rate. True, especially with all the, the stickers that they freaking put in our general. <laughs> yeah, everybody's just spamming fucking Sagari, slapping her ass. <laughs> But anyways, like I said, I really need to fucking pee. So. And I guess this will be close to the end of the episode. and Or is the end of the episode. It is. So, as you need a piss, that's a great and all. You're going to have to hold it just a bit longer. You want to know why? Because I think our list for patrons has gotten longer too, hasn't it? It has. Oh... <laughs> dude, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like i'm like getting busy here um, he's slowly yeah. get going insane dude <laughs> our, our list has gone longer and um this piss stream is going to be longer when i when i have to go after this but uh big thanks to outdated hadrian corbin fanner thomas m4 blitz flam jam the big yikes 5.7 mondo nitrous big e berg balls and dragons are cool our newest patron thank you guys so much for being patrons um we'll be putting out a new episode sometime this month again no promises but it will be sometime this month we don't know when uh so yeah just hang in tight <laughs> we'd like to do more than one bonus i'd say a month but uh just right now is like it's hard enough getting weekly done like you guys can tell already we release sometimes on tuesday sometimes we release on thursday uh so it's just all over the place sorry but um if you guys don't want to Donate to our Patreon. Uh, you can always head on over to ko-fi.com slash askcast to fund our $5 million trip to Japan. <laughs> I and feel like that number mention, keeps going up and up. I'm, I'm going up intentionally, yes. It's gone up every single week. Thank you for noticing. Um, but remember, uh, our 5 and $10 cheers on Patreon gets you access to uh, bonus episodes as well as early access to our uh, regular episodes as well as a role on Discord. And our $2 tier gets you early access to our episodes and a role on Discord. And there's a special Patreon-only chat that we have that we're going to be adding more on on Discord. So uh, remember, guys, uh, those are the best ways. Not the best ways, but those are the ways to support us financially. But the best ways to support us are always on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube, all at Anime, Sa- Anime Safe Space. We're also on Twitter at Anime Safe Space. Uh, remember, that's where we always put our twi- uh, questions out. And we're also doing the anime safe space award polls out there we almost have all of them out so remember go ahead and vote uh we'll be closing the polls in about two weeks from now so you still have time i'll remind you guys again next week for the final time uh but it should be a good fun show when that comes around 
And then our Discord, uh, the links are down in every single description, as well as our Twitter bio, if those links don't work. We have watch-alongs, game nights, AMQ nights, and if you guys just want to shoot the shit with other ass fans, uh, you're always more than welcome to join. Yeah, I think that just about covers it because he's been trying to speed that along because he has to go take a piss, and I'm just intentionally making this longer, so he has to wait even longer so for him to take a piss to go to the bathroom. So I think he still has to stay here until I stop talking, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. Do the bars. <laughs> Fucking 